Ninjas vs. Monsters, starring Alexia, written and directed by Justin, is now available to buy at ninjasvs.com. That's ninjasvs.com. Or you can rent it on iTunes or Xbox or Comcast, wherever you do that stuff. So go to ninjasvs.com or rent it, buy it, check it out right now. Just check it out. It's even got on the DVD at ninjasvs.com a commentary that's basically a Trek-off show with me and Alexia just talking over the film. So go to ninjasvs.com. You really want to see this one. Ninjas vs. Monsters at ninjasvs.com or rent it on Xbox, iTunes, or Comcast. Okay, enjoy the show. Warning, the following contains plot spoilers and naughty language. That means explicit content. And the comments and opinions expressed herein are for entertainment and commentary purposes only and may not reflect the actual opinions of Geeks Radio or the individual hosts. So don't get mad. It's just a show. It's time for Trek Off. Enterprise Double D. Welcome to Trek Off. My name is Justin. And my name is Alex. And today, it's been a whole week since we recorded, man. I've missed you. <laughs> Look, guys, you know how this works, right? Sometimes no, 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 record... I'm sorry. The people must be like, damn, she's such a bitch. Why? Like, he's, he said he <laughs> missed her. Miss it was so all. nice. And she just it's started so laughing mean. at him. <laughs> like, she's so, so yes, we clearly, it's been like 15 minutes since the end of the last show. Um <laughs> The only way you would be able to tell that any time is so. If you listen to the end of the last show, it's really great because I I I try and troll at the end of the last last show and go, hey, listen, give us some iTunes reviews. Which, by the way, if you're listening right now, why not just hop over to iTunes while you listen and give us a five star review? It'd be great. But I was trying to articulate that at the end of the last show, and I was just like, and so then on iTunes, the reviews there are reviews that are you can leave. And clearly the <laughs> the whipped cream vodka that I was ingesting had, had gone through my liver, metabolized and gone into my brain. And now, <laughs> like, hello. And the- now <laughs> it's drunk Justin. <laughs> it's drunk Justin time. This episode brought to you by Pinnacle Whipped Cream Vodka for the first time in a while. <laughs> like, do you think they'll ever know and be like, oh, man, I wish they wouldn't fucking talk about how they drink our shit every time. <laughs> the people of Pinnacle. Like, like, you really? know, like some poor marketing the, motherfucker. There are these two like, fucking oh, nerds man. on the internet, man. Why? These two why? fucking why crass nerds on shit? the internet. <laughs> They're awful. We are nerds. We are nerds. Big old um, fucking nerds. Hey, uh, we were. So, uh, first of all, you absolutely can. If you don't want to go back and listen to the last episode, you don't have to. That's just fine. But you probably do whatever you want. You might get this one a little better if you listen to the last one, but we'll do our best to separate it out because I have some separate concepts I want to talk about. We were talking before about how they released Star Trek The Next Generation in HD on Netflix, which uh, go check it out, man, because it's really in many, it's many ways. It's fucking beautiful. In really many, is. many ways, it now, like it, in some ways it's dated, but in many ways the things that made it dated are, are fixed. So check it out on Netflix. We were watching it. Um and uh, I've used it as an opportunity to show I have a nine-year-old. I have a nine-year-old and a four-year-old. And my nine-year-old um, today, I had a great conversation with him today. Um, you know, that new Ninja Turtles movie is also on Netflix now. Um, and I'm my understanding, I do know that. My understanding of that film is that it's not good. Yeah, um, that's, a, my, that's a very good understanding. My second understanding of that film is that it is not like the abortion everybody thought it was going to be. But that it is about <laughs> the, the 
bored. <laughs> Everybody thought I was gonna be. The, what the, a fucking descriptor, uh, dude! Like, what? I, have no, I, have, I think I need to say that about stuff now for forever. Like, it sounds so horrible. What? Uh, my my understanding of the film, like, is oh, that, that movie was just an abortion. Like, it what? is. Is that? Is that? Is that, is that, is that <laughs> That it is a basically about the level of one of the Transformers movies. That it's, it's, it's really not good. I'd, I'd say there's the who is the guy um, who plays the um, ah he's from uh, the stuff and the things. Baby, what go- is, what's his name? It's going well so far. Uh, really? Yes. You got to give me more than that. You know, in, in Ninja Turtle, the bad Ninja Turtles movie, but he's like the bright spot. Uh, I don't know. I haven't uh, seen it. Okay. I didn't watch. Because we it. like him. He's Job on Arrested yes, Development. Yes, he's Job on Arrested Development. But what's his name? Do you I don't know. Um, I, I don't, don't know. know if you ever watched Arrested Anyway, there's a guy on there. He's he's the only good... Th- Will Arnett. <laughs> I like Will Arnett. He, yeah, he is... He's funny. Well, um, and it looks... And, it looks and that's like the, kind of the only good thing about that film. The redesign of the Turtles is, is, is... I don't love the design, but it looks like they look pretty good. Like, they look pretty yeah. real. I guess. And, but you know me, I love practicals. I really do. And the pieces of action that I've seen in it, it's not the martial arts stuff that I liked from the first ones. Because I really do like it when two motherfuckers just fight. And you'll know just that if you Just throw it out. As do if, I. If you watch the Ninjas movies, you'll know I like it when two guys sit there and fucking fight with each other. Um, I yeah. Think that's and, and I mean, and you know how I feel about Megan Fox. And like, honestly, in this particular scenario, like, I have a big issue with them like super sexualizing that character, like because she just April wasn't April O'Neil was not like this. Yes, me. I'm sorry. Hold on. Let me be clear. Yes, she was. No way. She Mr. Had A said the same thing. She so had what? boobies. She had boobies. She had so boobies. what? But she nobody didn't... else did in the '80s. In the '80s, nobody else did. I che- like nobody had. What? That it just wasn't, they weren't like calling out the boobies. She had big old boobies. And maybe it's because it came out when I was in eighth grade and I suddenly was aware of boobies. See, I'm this, sure is what, this is what I think Mr. A was the same way. I feel like it's okay. You guys were like super hormonal. So like anything that was remotely female for you was like. Yeah, anything that came oh, out. Oh, anything that came like, out between I don't, like. She wasn't like, actually like sexual. 88 and 92 that had boobs. Like like fucking Cool World came out and I was like that fucking cartoon has Kim Basinger boobs, I love it. It's Cool World. <laughs> and then you go back and you watch it, it's fucking Cool World. It's, it's terrible. Don't ever watch Cool World. Like, it's not honestly, terrible. Shut up. I would watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles the new one ten times over Cool World. It's not. A oh good thing. hell no! Absolutely not. <laughs> it's not. A, it, look, you know what? You know Once what? It's not again, as cool as you are wrong. It's not as cool as I. It's fine. You can sit over there, wallow in your wrongness. The new, all right, the new Ninja Turtles versus cool. A wrong listen, cocktail. listen. Question, question. The the new Ninja Turtles versus Cool as Ice. Go. Cool as what's Cool as Ice? The Vanilla Ice movie. <laughs> cool that has an entertainment ice. value all its own. Though. It does. <laughs> I'm just saying. Just... <laughs> like there are some movies that you really should just watch to laugh at. Cool as ice being one of them? I would think so. Yeah. Oh boy. Anyway, my point being that um I was prepared. I I, I have a curiosity factor about the new I was a Ninja Turtles fan, I guess passing. As was I. Uh, it was never my favorite thing. Um I was just 
Yeah, X-Men was my favorite, but I did enjoy the turtles. It was, I was just at like the exact wrong age. I was just getting too old for those kind of cartoons when they came out. So they came out like they, like I think like 89 and I was just sort of graduating to like X-Men and like kind of older stuff. And then when they kind of had their resurgence with the movies in the nineties, I, again, I was in high school. I was good for the first one, but by the time the second one came out, I was a little too old for it. So I, I, I always had a passing you know, it's not Star Wars or Star Trek or any of those things to me, but I, I kind of like. So I had a passing interest in seeing this new Ninja Turtles mo- movie, and I would say that some of the shitty kids movies that comes come out now, I get to enjoy a little more than I normally would. In that I have kids, so I can kind of see it through their eyes. So, for instance, I saw Pixels. Did you see Pixels? No, we've talked about it, but yeah. So I saw Pixels, and while Pixels is you know is not a good film. And if I were a grown-up going to see it, it would be atrocious. Watching it with a with a nine-year-old, it was all right. Because I was watching with a nine-year-old, and he was having a good time, so I was having a good time. So I was kind of thinking, this would be the perfect opportunity for me to see the new Ninja Turtles movie, because my nine-year-old might dig it. And he and he looked at it, and he didn't really dig the um, the 90s ones that I showed him. And I and I and I said, "Do you want to watch this one?" He goes, "Well, I didn't really like the other ones." And in this one, the turtles looked like monsters. His words. Ah. He said the turtles look like monsters. Now, my son's not scared of monsters. He's watched all the Avengers films, well, all the Marvel films. You know, there's you know, he's watched horrible things happen with the world almost get destroyed by alien Chitari. It's not that he's scared of monsters, but he's just like he immediately is recognizing that that the design of them is off putting to him is what he's trying to say. Yeah, I mean, like they're supposed to be the good guys, right? But here's what he says to me. Let's just watch Star Trek. Nice. And my heart You're sings. Like, Done. Now here's the thing. <laughs> I've we've talked over the course of the show. You can hear what the episode I did with uh when you weren't available and I did it with Paul Sieber at um Balticon years back. Um we talked about which one to introduce and it was a good one for me to do with him because he has kids. Um which Star Trek to to introduce kids to. We sort of settled on the animated series. Um but I said Generations was kind of good. It well, had some the action. Series is good stuff. It is good stuff. I said we I settled on generations because I felt like it kind of gave you intro to Kirk, intro to Picard. You there's a there's a crash, there's some humor. But it's a pl- mo- but it's a movie which is a very different feel than the show. I think you should start with with, the sh- with one of the shows. See and I and I at the time that that my older one was um I don't know if I already said his name in this podcast, but the time that my older one was uh was like 6 or 7 at the time, like he was not interested in watching the show. The show was too slow. Um, so this time, which is why the cartoon's great because the episodes are shorter, sure. But we know? talked about that on this show too about the dead, the dead fucking pet. Fuck that show. By the way, <laughs> just that one episode. Just fuck that one episode where Spock's dead pet. That's crazy to me because you just love the death. You love it and everything else. And yeah, but I is, don't show like, it to my kids. Anyway, my point being is that. Um, <laughs> Is that the other day I showed him, um, not the, not today with the Ninja Turtles conversation, but I showed him Measure of a Man. Um, and that's the first episode I watched from beginning to end on the HD. Um, and one, it's gorgeous. 
And season two is the worst HD remaster um, for next gen. I did a little research on it and it turns out that they did uh, season one in house and then they outsourced uh, season two and they were very unhappy with season two. So they brought most of the other seasons in house after that, but they never went back to the same company that did season two because they just don't like there's some dissatisfaction with it. But, um, I w- he was like, show me something with the Borg. Show me something with a lot of action. Show me something with Q, something that would appeal to a nine-year-old. And I was like, you know what? I want to show you Measure of a Man because it is something that could only exist in sci-fi. But it is, um, I'm, you might be old enough to get it. He was like, he was like enraptured with this episode about a courtroom drama about this, the status of data. This nine-year-old was loving this. And I was like, oh my gosh, I think I got him. Hell yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like, like he knew data. He's seen all the next gen movies. He saw insurrection and loved it for some reason. He saw nemesis and loved it. He knows where data dies. He knows how the data story ends and he's seen encounter at four point, but he wasn't that interested. Um, so today, and I talked about this before um, on the last episode today, we decided to watch brothers which is the episode when I thought it'd be interesting because it's about brothers. He is a little brother. Um, and it's the episode of, you know, for anyone not paying attention to episode titles, the episode where data is called um, back to Nunyan. Well, so when he gives, yes, yeah, when he gives the emotion chip, the idea was to give the emotion chip to, to data. Right. So I want to first call out this episode for the fact that 50% of this episode is a room with one actor in it. It's Brent Spiner. Oh, that's right. As yeah. Nunyan Soong, as Play Data. three different people. And as Lore. And yep. you forget it so quickly. Oh, it's, absolutely. It's fucking brilliant. It's fucking, not because he can play three roles. I can play three roles. You can play three roles. It's not just that. It's that I absolutely believe he makes me believe in his performance, whether it's him, whether it's the direction, that there are three people in that room, that those three people are those three people. Um, I am not in love with the episode because of what Brent Spiner does. And that's what makes what he does so brilliant. That I'm not sitting there going, look how great Brent Spiner is. Brent Spiner is. I'm not even noticing how great Brent Spiner is. I'm just enjoying the fucking scenes, the story. And when it's one guy doing every role and you're not even going, wow, look at him fucking doing every role. You're not even thinking about that. You're just believing all three of the characters in the situation. Yeah. You're just, yeah. You just believe you're watching the characters. Like, yeah. When you, it's very interesting to like take a step back and, and have that meta knowledge and be like, yeah, and that's the thing is that is that I I went into it going meta knowledge and I forgot it so quickly. Mm-hmm. Like like all three of those and even Laura, I'm even on Laura's side for a little while. Like I'm like Laura, okay, you're making some good points. They were kind of shitty to you, right? Like it was kind like of like you can kind of understand why he's a bit on the angry side. But then he right. goes crazy at the end. I think it's a bit of a cop out at the end of the episode that he's just like, and I'm a bad guy. Um. But up to that point, I was totally with him. Like I was, I, I honestly could see Lore being like one of those really shades of gray three dimensional villains, and instead he's just kind of 
by the end he's singing and and you know crazy at the end and i feel like yeah but i almost get the feeling like and maybe it's me right like i don't know but like i i feel like there's this uh, like a, a sense that that that's like some like that that's like a persona or um an affectation sure that he puts on right to like deal with his own shit like it doesn't I don't think it rings true and I don't think it's meant to like, I think it's, it's, it's his coping mechanism, like to so embrace, he's being, you know, he does refer to himself as the evil brother. He does. In so the I, episodes. What, I guess, in, I yeah. guess how it, how it lands for me is like, he's being a lot evil. Of, like, ha ha, yeah. I'm so evil because he's, because he's, I'm the bad one and I'm going to, I'm going to go all out then. Like, I feel like there's some self-hatred going on and it stems from, um, from being, from feeling unloved. That's really and that, interesting. That, that that becomes for him, like his life raft, you know, like this is what I'm going to hold on to. And I'm going to personify this all the way to the nth degree because, because I'm just, by one. the way, the nth degree is a totally different episode of the next generation. I should have <laughs> put it out there. Anyway, go on. I'm just saying like, that's, that's how his extremeness, because I feel like there are so, there are definitely moments, not just in this episode, but in any of the lore episodes where there are these sort of quiet moments where I think you see the reality, right? You see the truth of who he really is. I don't think that's true in the first lore episode, but I think it's definitely true in this one. It's definitely true in Descent. Yeah. Um, I mean, those are the ones I was thinking of. Yeah, like, his first one where he was just like, I'm bad, Crystal Entity, and you're my friend. Let's kill people. Sure. Like, I feel like you, I, I feel like, yeah, you don't get a lot of the nuance there, but like by the time we're seeing him in, in this episode and, and, and in this set, that's the one when he's like taking over the Borg, right? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like in, in both of those episodes, his last you episode, see, yeah, you see these, the truth, you know, like there are moments, quiet moments where you see the reality because like nobody's actually like a cackling villain, you know, not even this quote unquote bad robot. <laughs> like He's bad not robot. bad robot. He's Interestingly not- now bad robot is in front of all of the Star Trek movies. Again, weird. <laughs> Interestingly, what bad robot? What? The Bad Robot logo is now in front of all of the J.J. Star Trek verse movies. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah, so there you go. It all goes full circle. It all comes full circle, exactly. Because <laughs> I knew I was going to say this. Um, but I just, yeah, I think that that's, at least that's how that always read to me. Not as false in the sense that, like, the, the actor went too far, that the, the writing was too far, but that that was what. And that's the thing that's interesting, like, about writing. Like, if you you try to divorce the writing from the actor and the choices that they make. Like there's a lot of different ways they could go with stuff. And I feel like their choices really help mold what we wind up with, you know, like, I will say, I will say this, that the, that, and I mentioned this last episode, the HD, it does reveal how much of like a rubber mask and rubber gloves, uh, Nunyan Sung is. And I forget it after a while, but I never felt that way before. I always was like, oh, the makeup's so good. And I do feel yeah. that after a while. But when I first see him, it's clear that this was never intended to be in HD. Because yeah, he's, he's never shiny. supposed to look this good. He's leathery and shiny. <laughs> yeah. And, 
Um, but you know, you know, whatever. It's still, it's still by the end. Um, watching it with my nine-year-old, he was, it was, he was just enraptured with it, and he again loved it. And he just, he, he watched it to the end. He didn't ask to pause it. He like, I walked away to go like get him some dessert, and he didn't like pause. He just was into what was happening in the episode. Um, and that's two it's in a, a row. Fucking damn fun episode. Well, that's the thing, though. There's no action in it, other than actually, that's not true. The data taking over the the ship. Is yeah, that's awesome. pretty, and that's and that's scary. Yeah, it's you know pretty I mean? fucking awesome. Because of, just how, of, cool of how quickly and efficiently he does it, and like fall, fall, we fall, know- seven, 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 Alpha Tango, Alpha Tango, fall, 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 seven, two, one, seven, two, left. right. It's, it's fucking like, creepy, and he's so fun. like he's the good. Like you're so at that point invested in him being a good guy. Like you know, Data's good. So it's like, what is happening? Like there's like, that's the thing for me that I never lose rewatching episodes of Star Trek. Like whatever. um, I I feel like it happens more with TOS and and next gen, but like, cause I was watching some, you know, TOS with um, Mr. A um, from season three. And um, like the moments when stuff is happening and it hasn't been explained to you yet. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) Like that is such a great feeling of like trying to figure it out. And like, I, I never lose that. I love that. That's such, they like, they do such a good job of, of just sort of plopping you in and like shit hitting the fan. And you're like, what? Like, I think there was the, the episode um, with the planet Gideon and like Kirk like beams down and like he beams supposedly down to the surface of Gideon and he's not left the transporter room. And he like walks over to the transporter console. He's like, Spock, why did you leave your post before you confirm transport? Like, and he doesn't answer him. So he like, starts going about the ship and it's motherfucking empty. And you're just like, what is going on? <laughs> like, what is happening right now? Like, holy shit. Like you, d- and you just sit there and you try to figure it out. And it's just, it's such a great, feeling like it even once i guess because i haven't seen that episode that many times maybe but i'm like ooh, what's happening where's is he is he is he on the is everybody dead is he is he is he someplace else what's happening is he like in a different time stream is he is he going at a different speed like what's happening like it's so cool i love the mystery part of it because you gotta imagine if you're like out in space like you're gonna fucking run into like what the fuck is going on like a lot you know on a on on a related note um i being a good father and you'll approve of this first of all i am wearing a shirt right now that says star trek on it and you'll approve of that i do um i uh, approve this message <laughs> uh, uh, ab- now i'm not wearing it while we're recording something but i'm wearing it right now um, well, you are we're recording but there's no video right there's no video i don't have to fucking blur it out <laughs> you didn't uh-huh. specify motherfucker um but the uh the it's a totally inside joke our listeners are like what the fuck are they talking they're like about? what are they talking about it's yeah, something yeah, that just I deal do with it just man to, just it's fucking Justin. free no um so. <laughs> careful he's gonna go down raging <laughs> um but um i I also showed um, the older one um, an episode of the original series. Good. Um, well, he he wanted to watch Next Gen. He wanted to watch a Q episode, and I said, "Why don't we try this?" And I showed him the Squire of Gothos. That's totally a Q episode, by the way. <laughs> well, you know, there was a movie once called, uh, not a movie, but a book, uh, Q Squared by Peter David. Um, 
that postulated essentially that uh, the Squire of Gothos is Q's son. Really? See, that fits. Like, it's such it, the feeling, the vibe is so yeah. similar. It really is. I love it. But uh, it was a really interesting one because that guy is, um, I think he's core. He's also a Klingon. He's like very clearly one of the like three big. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He plays other stuff. Absolutely. Like, and he's, he's one of the he's, he's one of the three Klingons so who notice. then show up on Deep Space Nine as those same three Klingons. Mm-hmm. So like 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 seeing him, I think his name's John Colicos. I think maybe that's the name of the actor. I could be wrong. That might be a different one. But I have he's no idea. Um, but it's just uh, he's either Kor or Kang or Koloth. He's one of those three. But he like. Like seeing him in that guy's, he does such a great sort of theatrical fun job and watching, that's a fun episode to watch. Absolutely. It's great fun. And I feel um, like you find that a lot in, in, in not just the original series, but in next gen episodes too. Um, and, and I feel like this is really like true as well. Like, cause if we were out in space, like there, there would be times when we would just like come up against some shit that like we couldn't possibly fight. Like and win, like they're just clearly superior. Sure. And like, then what? Like, I don't know. Yeah, if I do. Um, I do think that the the human race has really lucked out that the only races it really seems to come into giant conflict with are pretty much dealing with the same sort of shit they are. Like right. even as even as big as bad as big and bad as the Borg and the Dominion are, they're kind of just like they're a bunch of guys in big fucking ships. Right. You know? They're not. Yeah. They're not like godlike powers. Like fucking just end you with a thought you know or even like, like you know i you know i love um i don't know if you ever read hitchhikers but like did you read hitchhikers do you have you read the hitchhikers guide to the galaxy oh yeah yeah so just the idea of there being like like the borg wanted to assimilate you they were after you they're coming after earth you know the borg queen wants to get you now you know and the and the dominion they want to take over the alpha quadrant but you never really quite met the omnipotent beings or the omnipotent bureaucracy that is just wiping out Earth to get, you know, to make way for something else. Right. Like, this just doesn't even care. Like, so I am. Um, it's an afterthought. Um, so my um, I, I actually just finished reading Armada um, by Ernest Klein. And um, he's actually we're besties and he just doesn't know it yet because we haven't met. But um, but we are because. Ready Player One and Armada. I just, I gotta tell you, it's so fucking good. <laughs> like, all of the 80s references, all of the, like, I think they're making stuff. a movie of Ready Player One. I've been hearing a lot uh, about They that. are, and I'm pretty sure they're, I, I feel confident that they will make a, a movie of, of, of Armada, because it is, like, the last Starfighter on steroids. And, like, it's totally got Summer Blockbuster written all over it. Tons of action, um, lots of cool video game references. Like, I mean... Seriously, I like I read the book in a day. Like right. I started reading it and I couldn't stop. And it's like basically this big alien, you know, presence, right? That's like really could kill like there's some there's like this theme that kind of comes up at several points in the in the in the novel where it's like, if they're this badass, these aliens, like why are they like because the whole premise is they're like sending drones to like destroy us and we're fighting back with drones of our own right it's like but if you could like if you're this much more advanced than we are like why wouldn't you just fucking destroy the planet you know 
Like, and there's a, the, the, actually have those questions get asked by like the main character in his mind where he's like, no, I don't understand. Like they could do this. They could, they could unleash a horrible virus that would just kill the people um, on the planet. Like, boom, like that. They could just detonate the whole planet. Like they're that much more advanced than we are. Why would they like give us time to like build up an army Give us time to like capture their spacecraft so that we could reverse engineer their technology to be able to fight back. Like, why would you do that? And it's so great because it's like those are the questions you always ask yourself when you're like watching a yeah, lot totally. of the the stuff that we watch. You know what I mean? Where you're just like, well, those were some smart aliens, weren't they? But I love that like in Star Trek, they they acknowledge that like when they're that much more powerful, it's like they don't get themselves out of that shit. Like, they're either being tested by whatever this, you know, uber more powerful than us species is, or like somebody else from said uber powerful species steps in and is like, okay, you're done now that, you know, like, you guys go on your merry cute little way, humans, and we'll, we'll take care of our own. Like, there's an acknowledgement there that like, we'd be fucked. Like, the reality is we'd be fucked. (laughs) Like, they would fucking kill us and it would be over. Like I don't care. Well, how again, cool like the the, the one giant issue that I ever had with Independence Day is that the big giant ships show up to like blow up all the cities, and then after that happens, a bunch of little ships go out to like do dogfighting with the Air Force fighters. Right? Like, like when you like, st- he he calls all that shit out in Armada. It's so great. Like in so many of these movies. No, I'm glad like, they do because it's you? fun to watch that happen. But why would they ever do that? Right. Why I am too, like, just, exactly, like, like, like I'm glad going. because it's, it's fun to watch, like, but what do you, what were what the goals think, of those ships? I like, think what are those ships trying up, to accomplish? I think he brings up Star Wars, right? And it's like, we have, like, a per, this is like a perfect example, like, we have today drone technology, right? Like, we human beings, right? Sure. Like, if we're in Star Wars, and they can build a motherfucking Death Star, like, why does he have to, why does, like, Darth Vader have to physically pilot a TIE fighter? And you know, why would we risk is that, is Why? That in the original <laughs> trilogy, you could just go as a galaxy long, you know, a galaxy far, far away. But, like, after the prequel trilogy, you have to go, well, no, there was a whole army of robots that could do this for you. Maybe that was the point, though, like, the robots could never quite pull it off. Like but, like, clo- I'm saying, I'm not even talking about a robot, I'm talking about, like, just you still physically piloting whatever craft from a safe Yeah, but you know, here's my answer. So if I'm going to get really I'm nerdy, just, if I'm going to get really nerdy. Yes, please the, do. Get really are, nerdy. Tell me how it's done. Tell me why. All right, so here's the point. The Clone Wars, the prequel trilogy and the Clone Wars, they did that. They did drones. They did, like, things by remote. They did robots doing it. They did, like, every technological like answer to it and what the clones brought you is they they showed you that you know you put a fucking guy in the cockpit um in the cockpit and suddenly that guy can do stuff that other people can't um i think that darth vader like look what darth vader fucking does like they they've got the stormtroopers out there when darth vader shows up he just fucking kills everyone why because he's got the fucking force like if he needed to, he could he could it's jump so out. It's so funny to in, in Armada. He fucking says that. Shit. Like he uses a term called stormtrooper syndrome, and it fucking yeah. cracks me up. Where like they just fire and fire and just miss you. I gotta like, read this book. These sound you great. do, dude. You do. Like you will fucking love it. You really do you think they have it. audiobooks? 
Um, I, I believe actually, if I feel like when I was reading the like acknowledgements and the thank yous at the end, he thanked Will Wheaton again. And I, so oh, I wonder gosh. if Will Wheaton does the audiobook for it. I would totally do that. I got a big drive coming up in a couple months, but I might do that. Yeah, you will love the book, dude. I'm telling you, like it's it's so funny. <laughs> like it's, I mean, it's from a gaming standpoint, like being a gamer myself, and like no, I'm not much of a gamer. Of games, I'm not much like. Am I going like, to be lost? The fact that there's all of these sci-fi callouts. Am I going to be lost really... because I don't know Grand Theft Auto, or am I fine? No, 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 no. It's like it's video games in the sense of like, um, like. More of like Call of Duty or um, did you ever play? Oh, you know what I love that always reminded me of. of it was like obviously a Star Wars ripoff. I feel like um, with the, and it had uh, Mark Hamill in it actually. Wing Commander. Yes, Wing Commander. I fucking love that shit. Little bit, dude. Dude, we, <laughs> that was on Netflix. I watched that the other day. With Mr. Prince Junior. Yes, and Mr. A had never seen it. Now, I here's was like, the weird wait, thing. Here's- you have not seen this film? We must put it on now. One, it's not that good of a film. No, it's but, terrible. But Hi. here's 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 all the Star Wars Star Wars connections in this movie. Ready? One, the only reason anybody ever wants to see that movie in the theaters is because the trailer for episode one was connected to Wing Commander. Oh, was it really? Two, <laughs> Freddie Prince Jr. is playing the Luke Skywalker role. Oh, absolutely. Three, Freddie Prince Jr. is the voice of Kanan in Star Wars Rebels. Oh, I did not know that. He is the main Jedi in Star Wars Rebels. Really? Now I might have to watch that. Star Wars Rebels is great. Watch Clone Wars first. No, but I hate Clone Wars. I told you. You, wa- you only watched the first few episodes. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, the show changes. It gets way better. But you only watched the movie, didn't you? You said that about Angel, too, and it just got worse and worse. You only watched the movie, didn't you? I I promise you. You're correct. I promise you that at no point does somebody try to make peace with the whole world so that another character can randomly have sex with a child and have a baby. And that baby will then destroy the world, maybe, or something, because they need to shoehorn the cast of Firefly into Angel. I promise you, that's not going to happen. <laughs> it, is really, it is really funny to watch Firefly get canceled, and suddenly Jane, Zoe, and Mal are all on Buffy and Angel, like then. They're like, here, just go work on this shit. That's pretty right funny. Here. I and I'm an, I love Angel. So yeah, but no, Clone Wars is is it gets way better than it was. But I your enjoyment of Rebels would increase by having watched Clone Wars, um, because Clone Wars does get good and very dark, but very very good. Um, I I want to use this as an opportunity to segue real quick because we don't have that much show left in us today because damn it, Pinnacle Pinnacle whipped, but. Um, <laughs> He's slowly losing his ability to talk. There all. are some <laughs> things I want to talk about. That's what I wanted to say, you know? Um, I think it was, uh, uh, they released a 15 second teaser for Star Wars The Force Awakens this week. Oh, did um, they? Much of it is, is footage that we've seen before. But okay. the big thing that they showed is, and minor spoilers uh, coming for The Force Awakens, uh, because I'm going to figure out what the movie's about right now. Because I've got enough information just from the trailers to figure out what the movie's about. So here you go. Okay. Uh, okay, here we go. One, um, what the trailer shows is it shows the, sh- the shot we've already seen 
of um, Kylo Ren with his uh, red lightsaber with the hilt things on the side, right? Um, so the here, infamous fucking lightsaber. <laughs> here's the thing. I'm used to it now, though, and I understand what it is now. Kylo Ren, according to J.J. Abrams, is uh, basically a Sith fanboy. Um, he is not uh, a Sith. There is no Sith to train him. There's no one there to train him. So he is basically this force user who has become obsessed with the dark side and obsessed with Darth Vader. Why does his lightsaber... I, and I said when we first talked about it, I didn't have a problem with the hilt. I had a problem with the fact that the lightsaber looked like it was like on fire and stuff. It didn't look right. Mm-hmm. Like the, the saber itself. J.J. Abrams, Abrams has come out and said, yes, he made that shit himself. That's a homemade fucking lightsaber that you're watching. And he doesn't um, know what he's doing, so that's why it looks like poop. So, so the they show that shot and that shots it's like if you watch the trailer it's in like this kind of snowy um woods it's in the woods and snow's coming down well they show another shot the opposite shot of that in the snowy woods and it is john Boy- john boyega the uh the african-american uh uh guy who's um the stormtrooper who everybody's go a oh, black stormtrooper you can have that um can i just call that out for you you stupid people who are like, but no, I'm not racist. I'm just talking about about like the. And they're supposed to be clones. No, they're not. They're not clones. If you read the books, the reboot books. If you watch Rebels, they talk about it that the clones were like as soon as the Empire started, the clones were phased out, and they were kind of seen as pariahs, and nobody really liked the clones anymore. So, so there is actually a point in um in the book Tarkin, which I read, where. They've got the stormtroopers, which they are recruiting from regular people, and that there's like one clone, like in the in the platoon, and they're all like, "You stupid fucking clone!" Like they don't like him. They don't say fucking though. Um, right. <laughs> uh, but they're so, it. so that. But anyway, so so the reverse shot of that is um of uh, you see the shot of uh of him and he lands and the you know he does that cool pose and then the lightsaber pops out and the hilts pop out and then the next shot they cut to John Bo- John Boyega holding um up what looks like Anakin and then Luke's original blue blue lightsaber and it pops open and it looks like the way the lightsabers looked in the original trilogy um they're not as stable. The laser sword is not as stable as it is in the prequel trilogy where it's just like a very stable. It's got that little bit of a flicker to it, but it absolutely does not look like that fiery blade. The fiery blade is only what Kylo Ren has. And so this guy has um, the blue flickery blade that looks like Luke Skywalker's thing. So I've watched all the trailers all together. This is what you see. He's a stormtrooper. And then you watch some shit go down in the trailer and he's like, oh, no, shit's going down. And then you see the chick and she's got him. They're running in from the big explosion. Right. Um, and then now we've seen him with the blue lightsaber. I think that what we're getting is we're getting the story of a guy who is a stormtrooper who is absolutely on the side of the bad guys, who is also a force user, who then um, has some traumatic thing happen. And decides to go over and become a force user for the good guys. So it's still like the Luke story where you have a guy who didn't know he could use the force learning to use the force. But it's a guy who totally thought that he was on the good side. But it turns out he was one of the bad guys. And that is a story I've not fucking seen before in Star Wars. And I'm 
fucking thrilled at that idea. Your thoughts? I mean, if if that's what it is, I mean, I I I'd like I have to no meta knowledge. This is just what I put together. Ancillary. I'm sorry. You know, I, I'd like to see the female character be something more than an ancillary character. I'd, I'd like uh, to it's, see it. So it's funny I'd you would love say if the story it, was about her. It's it's funny. It's funny you would say that. Um, because that, that, you know, you're always saying, oh, I'm so sick of the petite little women who are running around. And clearly the woman they have in it is a petite little woman running around. Right. Yeah. Um, but you've watched the uh, second trailer a few times. I assume the Chewie were home, right? You've seen that trailer a few times. I mean, I don't know how many times I've seen it, but, but a couple of times. Yeah. So that you've seen, have you seen the Chrome stormtrooper, The one who's like, whose armor is all like shiny. The stormtrooper whose armor is all shiny, shiny. I uh, for like a half a second, maybe. Yeah. yeah. So you see, you see, there's a shot of the chrome stormtrooper like walking down a hallway, looking badass. You also see it's the chrome stormtrooper who's in um the the um tie fighter who's chasing down the falcon. Um, that chrome stormtrooper is a woman, and it is played. Uh, it's it's uh the. But is this chrome stormtrooper also a villain? It's cat, yeah. It's it's a villain uh, named Captain Phasma, which you haven't had like a badass physical badass villain. And I mean, self. I guess I, I know we haven't had one, but it's like I still don't. I, I feel like we've already is even especially in the Star Wars universe, we've already seen the story where a young boy um, becomes. There's more. more than, Wait, like, I've, got, I've got more, and I've got I, I've got good I'm news just, for you. I've got I'm really just saying, good like, I would like you. to see the female version of that, right? I've got, because we I've, haven't seen that yet. I we will. All. We will. We've got really good news coming for you and I'll talk about that too. Oh, this um, is just intolerable because you're saying stuff I'm sure and I can't hear any of it. So, all right. Well, our 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 audience can hear and they're the ones who really matter. Um, uh, also suck balls internet. It's actually it's really true. Not balls, you, but a ball. I'm a if you, said balls, if, if you could read, if you could read the uh, text that I sent earlier today, uh, you people listening to the show, I sent a text to Alexia going, "Okay, we're recording tonight. Just give me some time to make sure that the internet's not sucking a big fat one." And clearly, it wants to. It um, was going pretty great there for a while, and then just so, now, like you know what it so was, this, it started to talk about Chrome, Star Wars, and it started to go out. That's the internet bad. was like, this is a fucking Star Trek podcast. That's exactly right. Anymore. It was like, what the fuck are you doing, dick? That character's, name Trek, is, asshole? that character's name is Captain Phasma. And uh, evidently named Phasma because it's Chrome and it's a nod to Phantasm, which I love. Um, I do too. Um, but it's played by, um, I wish I could remember her name. She's from Game of Thrones. Um but she's the big chick on Game of Thrones. She's this like she's like six one. She's a big physical. Well, you know I uh, love me a big bitch. I love it. Um, um, and I I wish I could uh, I watch the show and I could I right now I can't it's fucking pinnacle whipped. Um, but, but someone, is she actually six one or is her IMDb just say that she's six one? I didn't even know. On, on, like, on, she plays Brianna Tarth. In- thank you. Oh, that's she plays who. Brianna. Yes. Brianna yeah. Tarth. Yeah. Uh, okay. So yeah, she she's fucking badass. So here's the thing. Here's the brand great... should be. I'm just saying, like, like Angelina Jolie's IMDb says no, that no, she's no, no, five no, eight no. and she ain't no, no, no. five eight. No, no. So, so, so here's here's the first way that Star Wars was awesome this week. One, uh, a user went on and said, "You know that stormtrooper he's armor." Things now that I can't hear because he's gone. I'm right here. You can hear me just fine. So I'm just gonna let him go. I'm really good. 
Okay, well, I'm just going to keep talking because I, I, I know you can really hear me. I can't say whether or not what he's saying is cool or not because I can't hear him. Really? You can't hear me at all? Not kidding. I just heard that. That's it. All right, I'm back. <laughs> hey, internet, we're all back. We're all good. And Everything's good here. How are you? How are you? <laughs> Boring conversation anyway. Um, <laughs> that I heard. That was because it knew it was funny. <laughs> um, so... So, so essentially, look, you're saving yourself from spoilers, which I know you don't like. Um, I, the Star Wars um, dot com was uh, a, a, a respondent to a shot of her uh, said that stormtrooper armor doesn't look very feminine. And Star Wars uh, dot com responded and said it's stormtrooper armor. It doesn't need to fucking look feminine. And just left it at that. And I thought that, that was pretty damn cool that they were like, you don't need to sexualize the armor, asshole. Yeah, you don't need to sexualize, period. I, I would say yeah. that, like, it might be nice if there was room for titties, right? Because we're shaped differently. But I don't think you need to make it, like, like super tight in the waist so that it's like a corset and, like, yeah. skin tight everywhere. Like, I mean, but it should be made... I think, but she's a, a she's a fucking badass chrome stormtrooper. That's what she is. Fucking deal with it. And I just love the star the Star Wars's response was like it was there was a bit of fuck you to it. Like, hey, stop being a fucking sexist asshole. Now here's the second thing you're gonna love. All right, are you ready to be happy? If I can hear it. All right, I will say it. I will say it very very slowly so you and our fans can hear it. The star <laughs> of star Star Wars Rogue One has a female protagonist. Okay, but like, th- when is that coming out? 2016. And like, that's like an offshoot movie, right? Wait, like, yeah, that's it's the- not, I mean, I'm, I'm pleased to be clear. I'm definitely happy that there's a female protagonist. It's just going to be a question about what that means. So, like, so here's the guy. Just it is, because, I mean, it is a, a big fucking sausage fest. I, I would tell you the movie, movie was uh, Jupiter Ascending. Um, yeah. But it wasn't a good one. So, no, but that's but like, that's Jupiter ascending. Let's be clear. That isn't automatically good, but sure. it's, it's Felicity like Jones. Obviously, Felicity Jones is the actress, and she's going to be the main character in Rogue One. But do you want to hear who the rest of the cast is? Um, probably, but I'm sure I won't actually hear you. So it's kind of a weird okay. Topic. Good. Well, I'll tell I'll tell the audience. Alan Tudyk is oh, you in. Know I love Alan. All right, Donnie Yen. I don't know if you've watched a lot of if you've seen Iron Monkey. Just or if assume you, if I don't react, it's because I can't hear you, everybody. Okay, thank you. You, I, the audience probably loves that you keep bringing it up. Just pretend that we can hear each other; I it'll think be he's fine. Raging over there now, but I can't hear because it started to rage. But I rah 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 rah. I can hear <laughs> oh, you. I just totally heard rah rah rah. He's totally raging. <laughs> um, uh, it's got Donnie and it's got Forrest Whitaker. Um. Uh, Alan Tudyk, Donnie Yen, uh, Felicity Jones, Star Wars Rogue One with a female protagonist. See, that's going to be pretty good, we hope, right? Um, Clearly, you asked me a question because there was an inflection at the end of the sentence. Um, But I don't know what you asked me. All right. Well, hey, that's been a good (laughs) show, guys. I guess that means the show's (laughs) over. (laughs) I mean, I'm sorry. I can't hear you. It's not my fault. I swear. (laughs) And like I'm not close enough to you to just like psychically know what you're saying so that I can piece it together. 
It's so sad because I can hear you really well. Yeah, um, I, I wish I knew what the fuck was going on. Can you hear Wait, me now? Because it really was for the can you rest hear me of now? This, I can hear you now, but like what happens is you'll start talking and then like three words in, you'll just disappear like for the whole of what you say. And then like right at the end, you'll come back for like the end of the word, like in that sense. And I'll be like, um, yeah, okay. Right, like people try... are going to be listening to it. They're going to be like, geez, Alexia's really not giving Justin a hard time. She's beautiful okay. nice to him today. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to try to, to wrap it up. I'm going to finish the Star Wars thought. And then I'm going to lead us into talking about the rap song for everybody to get to hear. And then we're going to wrap up after the rap song and just go, I'm not going to play it now, of course, and go do the end of the show. Just try and keep up. We'll just try to put it together so i don't have okay to i mean i'm doing hours. the best i can like so but no like, i hear you. don't like involved long discussion where i can't hear you is not gonna work out all right yeah just don't <laughs> mention that you can't hear me for like the rest for, like this part and we'll just get you it. got it all right <laughs> anyway so we got alan tudyk we got forrest whitaker we have Donnie Yen from Iron Monkey, who I love him in that, but he's been in a ton of stuff. Um, and so they did that announcement. There's a ton of new Star Wars news. We could do our own Star Wars show, really, if we wanted to. Wars off, I think, is the way you need to go. Wars off. <laughs> wars is, off. Wars off is the name of our new show. I don't um, know. That sounds too um, peaceful. <laughs> right? Peaceful it sounds like. It sounds like wars off, like, like instead of like wars on, like it's like wars off. It's cool. We're cool. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> but for today, man, this has been our internet addled trek off episode for you. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed it. Lots of stuff. Listen, the the point is one. Check out all the amazing Star Star Wars news. We're going to hit some of that, too, as it's going on. Lots of Star Trek news we're going to get to next time. Uh, watch Star Trek in HD on Netflix. It's fucking gorgeous. Shit. It's the original beautiful. series and Next Generation, both in HD. They're both brilliant. Check them out. Um, leave us a, a four-star review for this episode. Um, you go ahead and you don't have to leave us a five star. You can just say it's four. But if you, you say it's five, four because there was the one star docking for like the whole internet snafuing. Hey, Alexia, I have a question. If people are sick of watching Star Trek and they want to watch a movie on Amazon Prime, what could they watch? I believe they could watch a little flick called um, Ninjas vs. Monsters. Ninjas vs. Monsters is on Amazon Prime. You can watch it yes. for free right now. Alexia is in it. I wrote yeah. it. And leave us a review on there, too, because we really need it. Like, really, Amazon keeps track of that shit, and then they give us a higher ranking, and then more people get to watch the film. And then more people get to see it. Like, yeah, yeah. So yeah. five-star so that shit, because it's totally, totally do that. good. Um, and, uh, and in the meantime, I'm going to leave you guys with a treat. Um, oh, it's such a treat. You guys are so super. Um, I re- I, it's going to am- make up for the fact that, like, there's a whole bunch of times during this fucking episode where I'm like, I can't hear you. I, I am a musician. <laughs> I do music. That that uh the the trek off theme that da 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 that's a song I wrote called Geek. Um I um and I have kind of been on a hiatus from writing that kind of music for a while, but I got inspired one day and I wrote a song called We Are Nerds. <laughs> and I like super dislike rap. Like I don't like rap. It's a rap song. It's just it's like a thing, but I like this one because it's fucking awesome. Um, it's for you guys. 
Um, we're going to do something with it. I'm not releasing it in a form like like a three minute form. Like someone I know someone's going to cut it out of the episode and fine. But but like like I intend to do something with it. I want to make a video. I don't know how to make a video without. Yeah, like, I think we're going to go to Awesome Con and we're going to do halvesies. We're going to go back and forth trading verses <laughs> live on stage. Wouldn't that be some shit? People that'd be like, really Why? fun. That'd be it's hard fun. to get out. It's really fast. But um, we're going to end the show. Oh, so he has no faith in me. It's fine. No, I meant me, man. I had to perform. <laughs> I had to fucking perform it. It was hard. How many? How many takes? Just out of curiosity, like how many takes? The entire song, from beginning to end, from the moment I sat down, decided to write, to the moment the song was done, took probably a total of twenty, twenty-two hours. Well, it's not that bad. Yeah, it was a long time. though. it was a lot. It was a long time just writing. Sure. Okay. No, like I mean, going, it's, it's definitely it's it's fast, it's rapid fire, and it's, it's my my Game of Thrones reference, which is which is uh, and the wedding is red, like the beheading of Ned. I was so, I was so proud of. Oh, there's quite a few uh, lyrical twists in there that I was like, "Damn, dude!" Yeah, nice. I was happy with it. So <laughs> like, we're gonna end with that. Um, so that's gonna come right after this. But for now, my name is Justin, and my name's Alexia. Track off. Check off, bitches! Enjoy the song, guys. Here it goes. Captain Picard, that is where I'm starting at. I like a chrome dome cappy in my starring track. And it's hard to wear a leotard, but Pat Stew. Six-pack abs can do it better than Chat Drew. And if the tard is Picard, is drinking Picardy with Peter Capaldi as Doc Who. They all travel in time like they're Marty to stories that end where they started, like part two. And if you don't understand what I've said so far, sorry. Cause armies of people who aren't you get it. They're nodding along to the song, but you're late to the party, you're tardy. Cause up to now, Sporto, you dominated conversations with jocks who played with their balls all day. Costumes and masks that we heard y'all say. I don't get it. And you're laughing at cosplay. The one day you lost it, the topic turned to comics. And possibly it was exhausting just talking. Cause nobody was talking about the ball game. Popular people are not jocks. Oh, uh, wait. Now we stand on top of the mountain with our heads held high. We're billions of counting. Holding our lightsabers up to the sky. And we're shouting with one voice out loud. Really? And if you're with me, you're a nerd and 
finished the episode and you're like hey that was fun i'd like more trek off to put in my ear hole to put into my brain part well that's really easy all you got to do is go to trekoffpodcast.com there's over a hundred hours of trek off it's free just go there trekoffpodcast.com or search itunes or whatever pod feed you use or trekoffpodcast.com that's really easy you can also like us on facebook where you'll hear information about everything that we do like us there especially hearing about trekoffmovie.com that's our movie we're making a movie based on this the trailer there links are there trekoffmovie.com trekoffpodcast.com thank you for listening and trek off